Welcome to the Church of Christ at Lawrence Avenue's Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, December the 18th. We hope everyone has had a good week so far and that you and your families are in good spirits, good health, and prepared for today's worship service. Here are your updated announcements. Sister Linda Templeton is asking for our prayers. She is being threatened with eviction stemming from her complaining about an infestation of tiny biting gnats. They are sometimes called noceums. Please pray that the management will be more considerate and help her with her issue. Let's continue to remember all of our sick and shut-in, our bereaved families, as well as those who request prayers for traveling grace. Also, let us all remember all those who we may have on our personal prayer list as well. I invite you to call in and join me this Wednesday evening as we continue with our study series titled, Growing Old Gracefully in God's Grace. Lord willing, we will continue with Chapter 6, Handling Worry, Stress, and Anxiety. I look forward to being with you again this Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. This concludes today's updated announcements. We will now begin today's worship service. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. We welcome everyone here to our worship service here at the Church of Christ. It meets here at 904 Lawrence Avenue. Good to have each and every one of you here this morning on this Lord's Day, a day that God has blessed us with, a day that we have uh, to make sure that we are reverencing God on this, on this Lord's Day as we come together to worship him in spirit and in truth. To those that are visiting with us this morning, don't see any unfamiliar faces, but if you are a visitor, we want to welcome you here to Lawrence Avenue. Hope that you find us a friendly congregation, and to the congregation as a whole, it's good to be here on this Lord's Day. Reminder again, make sure that your cell phones are off or on mute. We do not want any disruptions during our service. Phone ringing is very distracting to people, so we don't want that during worship service. Make sure your phone is off or on mute. Masks are required the entire time that you're in the building, so make sure that you have your mask on. You can sit wherever you desire to sit, but just make sure that you keep your mask on the entire time that we're here in the building. Good to see Brother Robert McLean back with us. I know he'd been out uh, for several weeks uh, from illness and hospital stay. Glad to have him back here with us. And he uh, has missed us like we have missed him, like you've missed him. I'm able to see him, but he has missed you like you have missed him. And good to have him here. Good to see Sister Andrea, who was also out with COVID. Uh, glad to have her uh, back with us uh, this morning. And I think Brother Steve is still out. So it's good to be here on this Lord's Day. Our sympathy goes out to the Bell uh, and Allen family on the passing of uh, Larry Allen, who was the brother-in-law uh, of uh, Alvin and Deborah Bell, as announced last week. Uh, the arrangements are as following. Uh, Harry Eugene Allen the brother-in-law of Alvin and uh, Deborah Bell, will be Friday, December the 16th, visitation 12 to 1 p.m. with a funeral to follow at the Greater St. John Missionary Baptist Church uh, on uh, 26th Avenue North. 
and it says uh, Harry was a uh, minister at that congregation at that church should say was a minister at okay it was a minister at St. Luke CME and the services at St. John okay got you again to the Bell family you all are in our prayers Brother Stephen McLaren uh, is home, uh, still recovering. We found out he's recovering from the flu. Uh, and he is feeling better, but he's still a little weak and not here this morning and asking for our prayers. We have a prayer request for Sister Jerice Bond uh, and her son Brian, uh, who is, he is suffering from mental illness, pretty severe case church of mental illness which is causing the family and, and himself uh, a lot of hardship during this time. Uh, and she has to make a decision uh, for herself, for her family, for him. So we want to keep her in prayer uh, as she makes decisions that's necessary for his betterment and for the household also, and keep him in prayer uh, for his mental illness condition. About to pray for it right there, church. Let's pray one for another. As the scripture tells us, the fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much, meaning carries power, folks. So let's keep ourselves, let's keep one another in prayer. <clears throat> we have two cards. It says, yours, uh, you're one of God's most special gifts. God brings people in our lives who see with the most understanding eyes, encourage with the most gentle words, and love with the most caring heart. So grateful for the gift of you. For the cards, the, the gift basket, the phone calls, your many prayers and acts of kindness, I thank you from Brother Robert McClain. And we thank him for this card. And again, good to have him back with us. Amen. Also, Lawrence Avenue family, bless your hearts for being so nice. We cannot express with words, but will try to say thank you for all that you continue to do to bless our family. Mother Maddie loved her church family and friends, and we, and we know why. All the visits, the texts, the calls, the cards, the flowers, the thoughts, the food, and just for being you, you have touched and impacted our hearts in a very loving and special way. Our prayers are that because of your genuine love and generosity that you have shown, express to us, may, uh, may, may, may your ways be multiplied. Uh, thank you again. It says, much love. This is from Robert and uh, Janice Garrett, the family of the uh, late sister Maddie Dow. Also beautiful card. We want to, again, encourage all to continue to take part in our weekly Bible classes on Lord's Day, Sunday morning, beautiful Bible class we have on Lord's Day morning, uh, and beautiful uh, lesson this morning. We want to encourage you to be a part of our 9 a.m. Bible classes each Lord's Day morning. And on Wednesdays, we have two classes, one at 10 a.m. on Wednesday morning and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m., for our midweek Bible classes, and we encourage all to take part in our Bible classes. 
to those that are sick and shut in. Uh, we hope that you'll continue to listen to the podcast and also at 7.30 on Wednesday at 7.15 uh, on Wednesday evenings. Also for those that are sick and shut in can listen to the Bible study through the conference call also. So we encourage you all to take part in our services and our weekly Bible classes. Our order of service this morning, our singing, Brother Michael Jackson, our scripture in prayer, Brother William Kentz, our sermon, Brother Robert McLean, and our prayer for offering and Lord's Supper, Brother Donnell Felton, our closing prayer, Brother Danny Gift. Taking up the collection this morning, Brother Tyrone Moore and Brother Taylor Moore. So we thank you for your undivided attention. Let us now prepare ourselves for our morning worship service. Good morning. For our opening song selection, we will all notice page 602. That is page 602. Sweet by and by. Page 602. All found? Let us all sing. There's a land that is fairer than day, and by faith we can see it afar. For the Father waits over the way to prepare us a dwelling place there in the sweet by and by. We shall meet on that beautiful shore in the sweet by and by. We shall meet on that beautiful shore. We shall sing on that beautiful shore the melodious songs of the blessed. And our spirits shall sorrow no more. Not a sigh for the blessing of rest. In the sweet by and by, we shall meet on that beautiful shore. In the sweet by and by. We shall meet on that beautiful shore to our bountiful Father above. We will offer our tribute of praise for the glorious gift of his love and the blessings that hallow our days. In the sweet by and by, we shall meet on that beautiful shore. In the sweet by and by, we shall meet on that beautiful shore. For our next song selection, we are all on us page 970. That's page 970. Step by step.
page 970. All found? Let us all sing. Oh God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. Oh God, you are my God, and I will ever praise you. I will seek you in the morning, and I will learn to walk in your ways. And step by step you'll lead me, and I will follow you all of my days. I will follow you all of my days, and I will follow you all of my days. And step by step you'll lead me, and I will follow you all of my days. I will follow you all of my days, and I will follow you all of my days. And step by step you'll lead me, and I will follow you all of my days. We now be laying scripture reading and prayer. This morning's scripture comes from the book of Mark, the chapter is 7, and the verses are 14 through 23, and I'll be reading from the NIV, Mark 7, 14 through 23, and God's word reads, when he had called all the multitude to himself, he said to them, Hear me, everyone, and understand. There is nothing that enters a man from outside which can defile him, but the things which come out of him, those are the things which defile a man. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. When he had entered a house away from the crowd, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. So he said to them, Are you thus without understanding also? Do you not perceive that whatever enters a man from outside can, cannot defile him, because it does not enter his heart but his stomach and is eliminated, thus purifying all foods? And he said, what comes out of a man, that defiles a man. For from within, out of the heart of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile a man. Blessed be God's holy and divine word. Let us read, study, and do what God has us to do. Let us go to God in prayer at this time. Father God, what a glorious opportunity it is to, to come to you this day, Father, to know that you are in the house and that we are here, Father, to lift up hosannas, to, to sing, to, to pray, to, 
to preach, to teach, to learn, to glorify you, Father, for that is our purpose. Father God, we thank you for all the many blessings you bestow upon us each day, Father, from the very beginning of our lives down to this present moment that has given us the physical and mental opportunity to, to be here to worship you in spirit and in truth. And we thank you for the truth embodied in your Son and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who died on that old rugged cross and shed his blood, and that blood continues to wash us, Father, from the sins that so easily beset us. Father, we thank you for the church that Jesus established where men, women, boys, and girls can work out their soul salvation with fear and trembling, Father, recognizing the power and the majesty of you, Father, a God who sits high and looks low, Father, and we thank you for being our Father and for you calling us your children. Father, we, we come with petitions on our heart this day, asking that your long, long arm of protection be extended to those in need, and we recognize we are all in need, Father, for we are either in trouble, coming out of trouble, or getting ready to go into it, Father, and we know that you are peace, and provide that opportunity for us, Father, in a, in a faithful relationship. Thank you, Father. We pray for the sick, for the shut-in. We thank you for those who have returned this day. We thank you for all things, Father, that are good in this world. And we pray for the zeal and the, the insight and the discernment to, to wield that sort of righteousness against all strongholds of sin. And, foolishness and chaos and confusion. Father God, we pray that everything we do this day goes down to your glory. These and all other blessings and favors we ask in the most gracious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. If you'd like to mark it, our song of invitation will be taken from page 971. That is page 971 for the song of invitation. Before the message this morning, we will all know page 71. That is page 71. Blessed Assurance. All found? Let us all sing. Blessed Assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. Born of his spirit, washed in his blood. This is my story, this is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, perfect delight. 
visions of rapture now burst on my sight. Angels descending, bring from above. Echoes of mercy, whispers of love. This is my story. This is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I and my Savior am happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above, filled with his goodness, lost in his love. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story, this is my song, praising my Savior all the day long. I know that we all are indeed grateful that God has blessed us with this another opportunity to assemble ourselves to worship him in spirit and in truth. I say personally that I'm glad to be back. Uh, I come to realize that we all are human. <laughs> and uh, flesh and blood, and we're going to get sick sometime. Come to realize that. But God blessed me, as he does us all, and that I might be able to be a part of his worship on the Lord's day. You know, it's, uh, we, we have to sit at home, you know, it just doesn't feel right, does it? No, it doesn't. But again, we all are indeed grateful, I am grateful, that I have this another opportunity 
to stand before you and proclaim God's word. If you're visiting with us today, I want you to know that we're certainly glad to have you. And I hope you enjoy yourself while you're with us here at Lawrence Avenue. And we'll be looking forward to see you again real soon. Number 971 will be our song of invitation. This song will be sung for the purpose of inviting you to Christ. If you're here today and you're not a member of the family of God, the body of Christ, it's our prayer that you would come and obey the gospel. The Bible teaches us that we do this by hearing, believing, repenting, confessing, and being baptized for the remission or forgiveness of your sins. Also, if you're here and you're already a member of the body of Christ, it's our prayer that if you have examined your life as we all are asked to do and you realize you're not living the life that's pleasing to God, it's our prayer that you too would come forward at the time of the singing of number 971. And once again, do as the Bible teaches us all to do. Confess your faults one to another that we should pray one for another. Now let's look again at our reading that was read in our hearing. Mark 7, verses 14 through 23. And when he had called all the people unto him, he said unto them, Hearken unto me every one of you, and understand. There is nothing from without a man that entereth into him can defile him. But the things which come out of him, those are they that defile the man. If any man have ears to hear, let him hear. And when he was entered into the house from the people, his disciples asked him concerning the parable. And he said unto them, Are you so without understanding also that you do not perceive that whatsoever things from without entereth into the man, it cannot defile him? Because it entereth not into his heart, but into the belly, and goeth out into the drought, purging all meats. And he said, That which entereth, that which cometh out of him, out of the man, that defile the man. For from within and out of the heart of men proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, 
thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. And from thence he arose and went into the borders of Tyre and Sodom and entered into the house and would have no man know it, but he could not be healed. That was also verse 24. Let's use for a thought from this reading what's in your heart? What's in your heart? We need to realize that the heart we are talking about here and reading about is not this physical heart. We know the functions of our physical heart, right? It pumps blood throughout the body. And we need to be concerned about it but the heart we want to look at this morning is the heart of mine. The heart of mine. What's in your heart? First of all, we need to think about the role of this heart. But what does it do? First of all, we find that it is the seat of our emotions. Our joy and our sorrow. It's the seat of that. Next, it is the seat of our understanding. According to Proverbs 2 and 2. It is the seat of our thoughts. First Chronicles 28.9 Our heart accuses and it also defends us. Let's look at, see, uh, at the Bible and see what it says concerning this heart. In Romans 2. Verses 14 and 15. Let's look at what the, the role of this heart, what it does. Read. For when the Gentiles which have, have not the law. For when the Gentiles have not the law. Do by nature the things contained in the law. Do by nature the things contained in the law. These having not the law. Are law unto themselves. These having not the law are law unto themselves. Which shew the work of the law written in their hearts, the conscience also bearing witness, and their thoughts the means while accusing or else excusing one another. Mm -hmm. 
in the day when a God shall judge the secret of men by Jesus Christ according to my gospel. The heart accuses and defends us. What's in your heart? There may be some who are saying, well, this is none of your business. Well, I'm not saying you, you know, but there may be. What's in your heart? I think about this heart and the way we look at it today. We're back in 1 Samuel 16. We don't need to go back there. You can do it in your spare time. We find that Samuel was sent to Jesse's house. And he told Jesse to prepare his sons. For a sacrifice. And we find that Jesse did this. And as he was there in Jesse's house, the sons began to walk in, and he noticed the son Elon. And he said, Surely God's anointed is before him. Well, this wasn't necessarily so. Because God says, God seeth not as man seeth. Man looketh on the outward appearance. But God looketh on the heart. Isn't this the way we act sometimes? When we think about, well, is this person good enough for that? Or good? We look maybe at the, at the height, how tall they are, you know, and how they come together and made up. We may be like Samuel. Saying, you know, that man is good for that. But is he really good for that? Is it what God wants? What about the fact that God knows your heart? Do we realize that, church? God knows your heart. Let us look then at God in your heart. First of all, as I said, God knows your heart. Let's go to Psalms. Psalms 44. Let us look at verses 20 and 21. Shall not God search this out 
For he knoweth the secrets of the heart. Say what? For God he knoweth the secrets of the heart. Do we realize that, church? God knows the secrets. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we, we can hide things from one another. We can act in such a way that we think, well, I'm going to act like this so they'll think I, I'm the... But do we realize that God actually knows what's in the heart? He knows what's in your heart. What's in your heart? Still, while we're in Psalms, let's go to Psalms 21. And verse 2. What does the psalmist say? Thou have given him his heart desire and has not withholden the request of his lips. Sidroth. Give your heart to God. Why? Because God knows what's in your heart. He knows what we are thinking, what you are thinking right now. He knows. The Hebrew writer says, for the word of God, Hebrews 4, 12 and 13, the word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the dividing asunders of the heart and, the mar and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. The word of God. It is quick and powerful. Neither is there any creature that is not manifested in his sight. Do we realize that, church? Do we realize that? God knows your heart. He knows my heart. What's in your heart? Sometimes God tests our hearts. Mm-hmm. The writer in Proverbs says, the Lord tests the heart. Proverbs 17 and verse 3. Still, in, Let's go back to Psalms again. Mm -hmm. Psalms 26 and verse 2. What does the writer say? Examine me, O Lord. Do what? Examine me, Examine O Lord. Examine me, O Lord, and, and do what? And prove me. And prove me. Try my reins and my heart. Examine me. Are you like this Christian? Can you ask God to examine you? Examine me. Prove me. 
Do not pass the test. How often do you ask God to do that? God knows your heart now. Let's go to Psalms 139. Psalms 139, verses 23 and 24. Search me, O God. Do what? Search me, O God. Uh-huh. And know my heart. And know my heart. Try me. Try me. And know my thoughts. And know my thoughts. And see if there be any wicked way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. Isn't this something? Asking God, examine me. Can you say that? We're talking about each day of your life. We're talking about right now. God examines your heart. Again, will you pass the test? Will you? What's in your heart? We find also that as we think about the heart, that God gives you support. If your heart is his. In Second Chronicles. Second Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Verse 16. I mean chapter 6. Chapter 16. And verse 9. What does the Bible say? For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Herein thou hast done foolishly. Therefore from henceforth thou shalt have wars. Isn't that wonderful? God gives you support if your heart is healed. What's in your heart? The eyes of the Lord run to and fro. God knows what's in your heart. We need to be reminded of this church. Quite often, God knows what's in your heart. The Bible also talks about the fact that you need to keep your heart. That is, you need to guard. You need to be careful as to what's entering into your heart every day. I mean, let's be honest, so much is going on in this world today. So much technology and this and that and the other. 
what are you allowing to go into your heart? Let's be careful. Proverbs 4, chapter 4 and verse 23. What does the Bible say? Keep thy heart with all diligence. Keep for, thine heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Isn't that something? Keep thine heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. God knows what's in your heart. And he tells us to, to, to keep, guard your heart. Be careful what you are allowed to go into your heart. Again. Uh, you know, I have to admit that now that I've retired, I, I, I see a little more TV than I used to. And again, there's so much going on in this world. We are God's family. We need to be illustrating. Letting the world know how wonderful it is to be a child of God. Remember Jesus said, let your light so shine, that they may see your good works. Be careful that you don't allow the world to enter into your heart in such a way that it will defile you. In Matthew, in Matthew 5, I have to tell you, we're not going to be too long this morning. Matthew chapter 5, let's look at verses 27 and 28. Matthew 5, 27 and 28. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Mm-hmm. But I say unto you. But I say unto you. That whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her already in his heart. Keep thine heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of Whosoever looketh. Mm. And you know, Satan, he's, he, he's that got it where it, it, it's hard to look at a woman nowadays. And you know, you have to be careful. Yep. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
because of the way they dress. Y'all look at me like I'm strange or something. I, I'm the same fella. The way you the dress. The women of the church. They, they don't say, well, you know, how does God want me to dress? Does God want me to wear this? Does God want me to look? You know what they say? What are they? What are they wearing? Whosoever looketh on a woman, he can cause the adultery to happen. Isn't that right? Isn't that what the Bible says? Let, let, let's read that again. But I say unto you. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her already in his heart. See, Satan knows that. Yeah. Y'all don't think Satan knows that? Oh, yeah. Sure he does. That's the reason why he said, you know, you wear this and wear that. Let's go to Mark 7. Mark 7. 21 and 22. What does the Bible say? Far from within, out of the hearts of men. Far from within and out of the heart of men. Proceed evil thoughts. Look, at, look do what? Proceed, Proceed evil, evil thoughts. Adulteries. We're not talking about this heart here. The only thing it does is pump blood. But this one. Proceeds evil thoughts. Adulteries. Do what? Adulteries. Adulteries. Fornication. Fornication. Murders. Do what? Murders. Murderers. Thefts. Thefts. Covetousness. Covetousness. Wickedness. Wickedness. Deceit. Deceit. Lasciviousness. An evil eye. Blaspheming. Pride. Foolishness. All these things, evil things come from within and defile the man. That's why the Hebrew writer says to the church, to all of God's children, take heed, brethren. Lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. What's in your heart? What's in your heart? I want to close today with the reading from Jeremiah 17 and verse 10. You can read it in your spare time, but I'll read it for you here today. The Bible says, I, the Lord, search the heart. I try the reins 
even to give to every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doings. What's in your heart? What's in your heart today? You don't have to say, well, I know. Well, you need to realize not only do you know, but God does too. God knows what's in your heart right now. And as you think about it, and as you realize right now, Are you a child of God? Are you? Think about it. You know. You know because what's the Bible say? If you're not a child of God, you can become one today. All you have to do is come believing. Believing what you've heard, that Jesus died, that you might become a child of God. Come by hearing, believing, repenting, and being baptized. That can happen today. We don't have to wait till next week, next month, today. You can become a child of God being baptized for the remission of forgiveness of your sins. If you're here today and if you've examined your life, examine your heart. You know, again, you know what's in your heart. I know. I, I know how you're looking and maybe how you're talking. I, I don't know all what's in your heart. But God does. You hear, child of God. No wonder the writer said, examine yourself. Know ye not your own self, how that Jesus Christ is in you, except you be reprobates. You've examined your life. If you're not living like God wants you to live, being a child of God, won't you come? Come today. Come repenting, confessing, and asking for prayer. Will you do so? While together, we all stand and sing. Stand in need of Will you come? strength from your word. Renew my love, rebuild my faith, oh, restore my soul. Revive the fire, Is there another? Lord, deep in my soul. 
Stir my desire to work in your fold. Lighten my heart, dear Lord, your zeal grown cold. Renew my love, rebuild my faith, oh, restore my soul. Renew my courage, Lord, it needs restored. My cup is empty, refill it, dear Lord. Replace all doubts and fear with faith so bold. Renew my love, rebuild my faith, oh, restore my soul. Restore my spirit, Lord, I need restore. My heart is weary, please help me, dear Lord. I stand in need of more strength from your word. Renew my love, rebuild my faith, oh, restore my soul. Church, amen. Good to have Brother McLean back with us again. Wonderful, wonderful message. What's in your heart? <laughs> he went to that verse and he got to talking about how that sometimes men, you know, how we look at women. And the Bible says don't look at them too lust. <laughs> and, and my wife leaned over. She said, yeah, it goes for the sisters too. <laughs> you know, the sisters might look at the men the same way. And some men, they dress a little skimpy too. <laughs> so, she, she she said they got spandex. <laughs> hey, got to be careful all over. <laughs> you see, that's how Satan does. <laughs> Satan says, you know, he come with you all kind of ways, just when you think he doesn't. <laughs> you remember that song that says, "I never thought, I never dreamed." He'd have blue eyes and blue jeans. <laughs> Satan can come in all different type of ways. <laughs> you think he's coming red with the pitchfork, <laughs> and he might be coming just another way. That's why we got to guard our hearts. It's so important because we got so many distractions in this world today. We, we've said it before, you know, commercials are not what they used to be. <laughs> you, you can fall just by watching commercials. <laughs> we, we just got to watch our hearts. The music that we listen to, we got to watch our hearts. The things that we say on a daily basis toward one another and at the workplace and wherever we are, we have to guard our hearts. So let's continue to do that. Let's draw nigh to God, and Satan will flee. Didn't say he would stay away now, but he will flee. Thank you, Brother McLean. Wonderful message. We have those that have come to make their wishes known. Brother John Phillips 
is coming and he's thanking us for the prayers of the church for Eleanor. Uh, he said that they were able uh, to remove one of the ovaries, but they couldn't get the other one, but she's right now doing okay, right now. So we thank God for that. Brother Joseph Webster is coming and he's thanking the church for the prayers, uh, for all of, of the prayers that they've done on his behalf and wants us to continue to pray for him. And let's just continue to pray one for another. Y'all, God's been good. <laughs> and we just ought to be thankful for all that God has done for us. I don't care how bad things are, and sometimes things can get pretty bad. But no matter how bad they get, there is still somebody worse off than you. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, once again, but we come before thy throne thanking thee for all that you've done for us from the earliest of our existence down to this present moment of time. Yeah. Father, we thank you most of all for letting your son die for us that we may have a right to the tree of life. Yeah. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the message that we've heard today. We thank you, Father, for reminding us that you see all that is within our hearts. And we ask, Heavenly Father, that you would please forgive us of all of our sins, Heavenly Father. Please block them out of the book of remembrance, whereby they may not come up, come up against us in this life, knowing that to come. We thank you, Heavenly Father, on behalf of those that have come to make their wishes known today. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing Eleanor to be as well as she is at this time. And we thank you, Father, for being with Brother Webster and blessing him with the things in which he has on this day. We ask that you would continue to bless them, and not only them, but bless us all, Heavenly Father, for we can do nothing without you, not even one second of the day. Father, continue to bless those that are behind prison walls, those that are in mental institutions. God bless them. Bless Sister Jerice Barnes and her son. Grant him the things in which he stands in need of, Heavenly Father, and help him to get the help that he needs. Not only him, but all that are in like manner in those cases that are similar to his. We ask that you would just continue to be with us all, Heavenly Father, and help us as we're coming up toward the end of another year. Help us again to do better than we have in the past, starting on this day, Heavenly Father, and to truly get rid of those things that so easily beset us. Continue to guide us and be with us all in the name of where we ask that you'd also please bless those that are bereaved as well. Continue to be with them and continue to guide us and help us to do what we can to help one another. In the name of Christ we pray. Amen.
search me and try me, Master, today, whiter than snow, Lord, wash me just now, as in thy presence, humbly I bow. We will now prepare for the offering and the communion. I would also like to thank Brother Robert McLean for the wonderful message this morning. Let us all turn to page 888. That is page 888. Thank you, Lord. All found? Let us all sing. Thank you, Lord, for loving me. And thank you, Lord, for blessing me. Thank you, Lord, for making me whole and saving my soul. I want to thank you, Lord, for loving me. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Let us all with one accord sing praises to Christ the Lord. Let us all unite in song to praise him all day long. I want to thank you, Lord, for loving me. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. I want to thank you, Lord. For loving me, Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord, for saving my soul. Let us pray and turn thanks for the offering. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we come before you at this time thanking you for what you have allowed for us to return back unto you. Guide us, Father, and help us. And Father, please help those who had the, who had the desire to give, but, but did not have it to give. And this we pray in your son Jesus' name. And let us all say, amen. amen. I want to call our attention to 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Verses 23, 24, and 25. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. After the same manner also he took the cup when he had supped, saying, This cup is the New Testament in my blood. Drink ye all of it, and as often as you do as this, as you drink it in remembrance of me. Let us go to God in prayer. Father, again we come before you thanking you.
for your son, Jesus Christ, who died for our sins and the world's sins on the cross, shed his blood that we may at this time come before you to remember his sacrifice and that we do so until, until he come again. Father, please bless his, bless his bread, which represents your son's broken body, and bless his fruit of vine, which represents his shed blood. And this prayer we send up by the righteousness of your son, Jesus Christ, let us all say, Amen. Amen. We may now take the bread. And now the fruit of the vine. And this concludes this part of the service. For our closing song this morning, we'll all notice page 756. That is page 756. Page 756. All found, let us all stand and sing. Sing the wondrous love of Jesus. Sing his mercy and his grace. In the mansions bright and blessed, he'll prepare for us a place. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we'll sing and shout the victory. Onward to the prize before us, soon his beauty will behold. Soon the pearly gates will open, we shall tread the streets of gold. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we'll sing and shout the victory. When we all get to heaven, what a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus, we'll sing and shout the victory. Let us pray. Dear and the Father, most wise and awesome God, we'd like to thank you for this day, a day, a day which you have made and a day with which you are glad and rejoicing in, and the Father. Heavenly Father, like like to thank you for the message that Brother McLean had gave us this morning. Heavenly Father, that he may continue to preach the word. Heavenly Father, and also us the hearers. Let us not only just be hearers; let us be doers of your most holy divine word. Now, by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, 
and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit rest, rule, and the Bible for us forever and always. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen.